Welcome to the Old Chick Snowship Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Arthurton. This podcast is dedicated to helping midlife women step into the inherent power and wisdom of a time of life when they often feel overlooked and underrepresented and even begin to doubt themselves. Each week, we will cover information and inspirational topics along with real stories from real women who are defying cultural stereotypes and perceptions of midlife. Women who are reinventing themselves, starting businesses, chasing their dreams, and tackling challenges they never thought possible. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Old Chicks No Shit podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Arthurton, and today we're going to be talking about a really inspirational reinvention story. So my guest today left a 30-year career in as a television producer for some of the top shows, NBC News, America's Most Wanted, The Today Show, after she found herself unhappy and burnt out and left this career to go find herself and to figure out like what made her happy. And in the process of that, she has created a very unique what do I call it? A very unique environment for women who are on the same journey, who are looking to find themselves. And so I'm not going to tell too much more about it because I'd love Tammy to kind of jump in. And welcome, Tammy. It's Tammy Leader, and she is the founder and creator of Camp Powerment. Welcome. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. So tell us a little bit, can you just take us through your story? So here you are in what a lot of people would be like, wow, what a great glamorous career, <laughs> right? And kind of take us through kind of what that was like for you and then kind of what led up to being, you know, burnt out and unhappy doing that. It's kind of circular in motion. I'm going to go back to my childhood before I get okay. to TV stuff because it all started when I was a kid at summer camp in the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. I was from Miami, had not spent any time in the mountains, and our parents sent my sisters and me to sleepaway camp up in the Poconos. And it was so incredible to be with kids who were our age, who were different than I was, but mm. um, you know, similar in many ways. But when you spend an entire summer with kids who really come from different places and have had different experiences than you have, you really get to know who you are without your parents telling you who you're supposed to be. Go be anyone you want to be. So I was a summer camp junkie. I was one of those kids who lived 10 months for the two months at camp and always loved it and thought when I grew up, I want to own a camp. But I realized that I really didn't want to own a camp for kids. I really just loved the idea that life lessons were wrapped in fun and games as a child. And as I grew up, I thought, why can't we do this in, you know, as grownups? And I, right. you know, I started, I became a television producer because I was a great camp counselor. I learned how to create things from a blank piece of paper. And I just loved the idea of fun and games and making everything just kind of an adventure. I was always right. that. I was the, the mom who gave the homegrown birthday parties. And I just really was all about the idea of life is to be lived and played in. And we don't get to do that once we have mortgages and homes and marriages and kids and responsibilities. So I became right. a TV news producer in Miami during the Miami Vice cocaine cowboy days and had a really interesting career, moved up, worked at a lot of places, ended up at NBC News. I worked with the Today Show with Katie Kirk for a long time and worked with America's Most Wanted and then worked with Extra in Los Angeles entertainment stuff. But what I kept finding was that women, especially as I got into my fifties, I started to see that women Mm -hmm. really had raised the bar so high for ourselves. We were never going to get there. And in this ideal Mm -hmm. world of, you know, we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not thin enough. We're not wealthy enough. We're not happy enough. Like when is it going to get easy and who signed up for this? You know, I had spent 30 plus years as a producer talking to experts 
you know, putting them on television, women who had impressed and inspired me in all kinds of fields, dozens of fields. And I used to explain to them, you know, what, what they needed to do, boot camp them to be on TV to sort of pull down what it is that they do. And I would get them back in my office afterward and I would say, okay, tell me, here's what's going on in my world. Like, I need your help. Right. <laughs> uh, and I always knew that I wanted to create a sleepaway camp inspired in experience for grownups uh, to help them set their souls on fire. I felt like, but women in general, especially over 40 and especially over mm-hmm. 50, older we got, the more we kept giving to everybody but ourselves. And so uh, wouldn't it be amazing to be able to take women back to that sleepaway camp experience? And when I talk about camp, camp is not a KO away campground where you go and it's super plastic. We take over kids sleepaway camps and in the off season, we create a transformational playground for women to learn and connect and to grow together on purpose, to find their passion, to find their purpose, to step into the power that they may not even realize they can jump into. Yeah. The world is waiting for all of us. Every one of us has a superpower that we can give back. And we get stuck a lot of times in what society has told us we need to do. You need to stay in a job for many years. You know, you're an accountant, yeah. you stay on that plan because you need to, to rise with that. And one day we wake up and go, wait, this isn't what I want to do. You know, I, I was 19 when I decided I wanted to major in XYZ. And so we built a community from scratch. My mom and I, my mom who was in her 70s, she was a college professor teaching creative writing to teachers. And we created a community from zero, from nothing, from a blank piece of paper in the spirit of the campfire through the power of playtime and t- help collecting experts, TED talkers, thought leaders, game changers, right. women who really had had so much to offer and to give. And I took my producing skills and helped them craft and create a highly interactive experience. Not all games, but all where everybody who's in the room matters and started to rent out summer camps in the off season and just started to bring people to help experience what it was like to be part of a community where nobody knew you, nobody knew your story, and nobody mm-hmm. was anybody. And we have a couple of rules at Camp Powerment. So we created Camp Powerment in 2013 in Malibu. We found a kid's summer camp in Malibu. And I just pulled together a, a lot of these experts. And I called mm-hmm. and I said, okay, you are really, really great at helping people get rid of toxic people in your life. You're a narcissism expert, a psychologist on that. Let's work together to figure out how we can create a 75-minute program where everybody can bring their experiences to the table and nobody would judge them. So you're not allowed to say what you do for a living at Camp Powerment in the first 24 hours. And you're not allowed to, uh, oh gosh, there are only three rules. What happens in the circles stays in the circles. You can't go back to the bunks, everything. You have to feel safe. And it's amazing how women really feel alone until they're sitting in a circle with others who are really sharing experiences. And it helps us recognize all the nonsense BS, as we say, that we're all carrying around. And it was so honest to say, you know what, I'm not where I want to be. Or I know there's more to my life than what I've signed up for, but I'm stuck in this role, or I don't love my job, or I'm stuck in a relationship, or my situation with my parents, or my children, or my family, or my friends is not where I want it to be. And so we started to gather doctors and psychologists and health practitioners and wellness experts and meditation people and yoga people and breathwork people and a lot of spiritual people. And Mm -hmm. oh gosh, you know, we started to deal with impact over the last couple of years. We've had a lot of interest in how do we grow? How do we learn? How do we wake up? 
And so, you know, it, it, you know, we're all about legacy and all about digging deep for who you are and for excavating that person you were born to be that perhaps outside forces stopped you from going there. And so we created wow. camps for grownups that are now in person. We do fancy camps as well, which are much higher end. And we also have created this experience online during COVID. Our right. community was so connected. We have a community of about 13,000 people and they kept calling the first week of the quarantine going, I just want to stay connected to my camp friends. Can we do something online? And thus, these workshops we created that have a play element and a fun element where every person who shows up matters. And we somehow from the ground up just built a community of really powerful, purpose-driven women who want to make life better for themselves and for the world. That is so amazing. And I want to dig in under a few um, things that you just said that I think are incredibly important. The first thing is the power of just taking yourself out of your own environment for a second, because we get so bogged down with the duties and obligations of life, right? And what we think we have to do for ourselves and for everybody else, mainly everybody else, right? And the second part of that is, so getting out of your own element for a second, so you can actually see yourself as you, <laughs> at so least 30 for a minute. Because we're so myopic, we look like this. Right. It's not until we step out and go here that we can see things we never could see before. Right. And the second part of that is we, and I found this like through my work, my clients, and through this podcast is that we are all carrying very similar stories and experiences that we are not sharing because, I mean, and I was guilty of this. I was looking around going, okay, how come everybody else has got their life going on in the right direction? And I'm the one here who feels like she's completely failing because I have no idea which end is up at the age of 50. I'll call it bullshit as you did, because it's not true. We all were trained that you're not allowed to let anybody see you sweat. And so you sweat by yourself. And when you get in a room with people who are cooler even than you are, and you go, wow, I thought she had it going on. And I thought that and it, it makes you really appreciate what you have as opposed to what you don't. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, especially as midlife women, with all of the the, um, cultural conditioning that we have been given since we were like little babies, right? Like our experiences are all so similar. And as soon as you open the door to that and you're like, oh my God, there's a whole world of people who are just like me, who are still trying to figure this stuff out in our fifties, right? Like I'm unhappy. I thought I was the only one that was unhappy or I'm going through a really nasty divorce. I thought that was just me, right? Like There's so much power in that. And I love that you just said where you said about, you know, you're not allowed to talk about what you do, kind of where you come from to create that kind of like put everybody on the same. We say sweatpants are the great equalizer. Everybody's hair's (laughs) in a ponytail. Nobody gets dressed up. There's no makeup. You you know, we just we, we have to really get real and honest and put a mirror in front of our face and say, like, am I where I want to be? Am I doing what I love? You have to, at this point, Mm. you know, youth really is wasted on the young. I majored in journalism at 19 because there was no school on Fridays and I kept a (laughs) career for 30 years. Like, would you trust a 19 year old to decide your fate? Right, exactly. But we all do it. We We all do. do it. And then we think, oh, I'm too old or I'm too embedded in what I'm doing now to shift or change. And change is scary. It's scary for everyone. And we always look at other people who are doing what we're not and think, wow, I'm a wimp. And I I wish I could do that. When I was 23, I moved to Club Med and taught topless aerobics in Martinique. 
not because I was a stripper, because I was on a French island that didn't allow, you know, you were like, you just, they didn't wear bathing suit tops. Right. So I kind of ran away and reinvented myself. I left my little TV business that I had been in for a few years. I was about to get married and I was like, no, time out. I'm not ready yet. So I ran away for a year, came back, got married, did what I was supposed to do, had two kids, had a great husband, had a a really nice marriage, but it wasn't enough. And I wasn't doing as much as I really wanted to be doing. I knew that I was born with a gift because I like to play. I'm one of those people. I don't show up to a dinner without a game, without stuff in my pocket, without a, I don't want to talk about nonsense. I want to get serious. I want to know how often are you having sex a week? How many times have your kids told you they hate you? Where is your bank account really? When was the last time you went on a vacation and didn't say, I really can't afford this? Like all of the things that make us see we are all the same, nobody talks about because there's this nonsense with the masks that it's funny, different kind of masks. Different masks, but yes. But, but I, def, yeah. we all wore masks going, I'm good. I'm great. How are you? I'm fabulous. And then it got to a point where we watched the evolution of, you know, no sleep became the badge of honor. Oh, yeah. And workaholism became, well, I worked 80 hours a week. Well, I worked yeah. 90 hours a week. I'm so busy. Yeah. I'm so busy. And like, it became that. And then it became, you know, I had 23 nannies in 15 years. I traveled around the world with Friend BC and I didn't have a great marriage, but I kind of kept it all in a container until it exploded. And at 40, when I got divorced and became a single mom and, you know, I just kept plowing along because then I couldn't leave my job because it was now I needed it more than ever. I needed the benefits. And so until one day at 53, I said no more. And my family, my kids, I had sent them to summer camp and my oldest daughter uh, who was working for Tom's Shoes at the time. And she was very, very involved in the give back stuff. I worked for a few years in New York as an ad agency exec. And my mom and I were doing this and Oprah wrote about Camp Powerment and blew it up in 2013. And at that point, it was just, okay, game on, let's go all in. And we didn't own camps. We just go, went and rented camps that rented to kids yeah. all summers. There's always a way, but take me through kind of that moment where you're like, you know, I'm walking away from what is a lucrative career. And I have no idea really if this thing is going to pan out, like take me through that and how you navigated through that. Because I know for me in that moment where I was just like, Oh God, please, please, please don't let me fail. (laughs) Right. Because this is not an option right now. And the amount of fear that happens when you step out of the known and into the unknown, take us through a little bit about what that was like for you. So I was working at Warner Brothers. I was at, you know, I had left the Today Show. I moved to LA, had lost a lot of money in an investment that I thought was going to take me to retirement. And I really just needed a job to offset some of those losses. And one of my dear friends who I had worked with gave me this big job at Warner Brothers in development. And so I was working and it was, it was a job. Look, work, it seemed glamorous. I was going to the Emmys. I was going to the Grammys. I was going to all those things. But at the end of the day, it wasn't filling the hole because I felt like right. everywhere I went, women would sort of pull me aside and go, you know, I'm really not that happy. You know, what do you, do you know anybody who can help me? People were always asking me because of my TV experience. I had so much experience dealing with experts in so many fields. I had a lot of people calling me all the time. Do you know a good therapist? Do you know a good coach? Do you know a good whatever? I'm <laughs> Midlife point. I really need to change up what I'm doing, and I'm scared to death to do that. So it was sort of my superpower is a connector. Uh, I just Mm. I like to connect people, and I can see in people sometimes what they can't see in themselves. I honed that skill as a producer.
producer because I would have to find the right expert for whatever story we were doing and then kind of teach them how to deliver it in a fun, interesting way. And so it just seemed like a natural as I was working, you know, every day doing television, uh, we were doing a show called Life Changers and working with all of these experts, hundreds, many of whom I had collected in all of my years at TV. And I used to say, them, I'm coming back for you one day because what you have to say is so valuable. Mm, and now that you yeah. have a platform on TV, you can go make a huge living. And I didn't know how I was going to make a living. But I, at that point, I didn't care. I was 53. I was a single mom. I was living in LA. I had one daughter at school at Count UC Berkeley. I had another one who had just moved to LA to work with Tom's. And I thought like my kids are out of the house now. This is what I, it is my yeah. turn. And I didn't, you know, I had a, a nice little nest egg stashed, but I didn't know what it meant. And I think that's what you have to do is not think about the future. And really that yep. future tripping is what kills you. I think that Absolutely. when you have an urge, as you did, Jennifer, when you say, I, I don't want to do this anymore, my, I'm going to bed every night and I'm not doing anything for me. I'm taking care of everyone else's needs, but my own. And when you get to a point where to me, the financial part and the fear stuff wasn't even, it was there, but I didn't let it trip me up because I had this opportunity to work with my daughter and my mother. And it was really like this triumvirate. We were three generations of women who were helping to make women and the world a better place. And the more we did Campowerments, the more they kept coming back. We have a 55% return rate. We have women who come every year That's and, amazing. They, and they've developed a community. Uh, you know, my job and what we do is we develop micro communities within the community it, through the art and the power of playtime and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone so that you can look at yourself in a way you've never been able to see your soul before. And for so many people, they're at ground zero. Many people are very far along on the path. It doesn't matter. What we do is we just create a safe space and a door for people to walk through to say, we have some amazing experts. We bring 15 experts at a time and pick what you like. And it's not just like they come in and you go watch a, a go to a book reading and watch a speaker talk and then they leave. You are literally learning from a shrink or a doctor or a, an expert in any field. And then 20 minutes later, you're running a relay race against her or competing in a pie eating contest against her. And so, and you get to immerse yourself with these really wise, wise women. Yeah. And so those women then procure all of these, these people who love what they do. And it becomes like an incredible community that we've built. We have over a hundred experts and, you know, 13,000 people who've sort of been through our program and it's just growing bigger and bigger because we love camp and we love to play. Yeah. So a couple of things that you said there, first of all, I always say, you know, like I do this presentation on how to get unstuck and create your kick-ass next chapter. And one of the things that I talk about all the time is that where you have been sets you up perfectly for where you need to go. And you are like a perfect example of that. Like, I mean, all of those TV producer skills and your connector gifts and all of that have literally been the reason why you are successful. But and we so, all have skills. But that's the thing. Are. 
I call it, so one of our experts, her name is Andrea Quinn. She's a brilliant coach out in LA and she calls it your pioma. She calls it, everybody has a pioma and a pioma is an acronym for pull it out of my ass. And it's the thing that (laughs) we all, everybody has it. It's something that you do better than everybody else. It's what all your friends and your people call you for. It's what you can do without having to Google, right? And it's the thing that you're so good at, but you never think you can make a living at it or you never think that that's the thing that you could do. We had a woman who came to camp. I also teach. I teach a reinvention class at camp. And we had a woman who was an accountant who had a son with celiac disease, who was an amazing, her kid loved gluten-free blueberry pies. So she started making them and people at the PTA and everybody said, you should make these. And these, this is a great business. And she said, you know, I'm making six figures a year. What am I going to do? Go make blueberry pies for a living? And right. you know, how am I going to do that? It's a great idea. P.S. She came through this program. Everything that we do is interactive and we work together. So everybody helps each other. And she called me the following year on April 14th and said, I just want you to know, this is my last tax season. I uh, you know, I listened to what those people said. I took their advice. I found somebody who, who had, you know, a resource that I could use, which was a restaurant that had empty ovens from midnight to 7 a.m. And so the whole idea is how do you find the thing that you're so good at that everybody comes to you for? How do you create your special niche? Because we've really got to go niche, niche, niche. Mm-hmm. How do you mm-hmm. use the resources, human and material that you have access to? And how do you get people who you have helped just because you love them and because because you're they're your friends or your family yeah. to yeah. be your big testimonials. And when you can get all of those things in line, the world is waiting for you. It's like, what are you waiting for? Well, and that's the thing is like when you're accessing your gifts and you're following your intuition, your inner nudges, it's like the universe is conspiring in your favor and doors will open and people will show up and opportunities will present themselves, right? Like it's so beautiful, but you know, we have to get to this place where we trust ourselves enough to listen to those nudges and to go back to what we love because it's all inside of us. It's just been like, no question, but we don't push ourselves. It's free falling. And we don't push ourselves because we're so obsessed with being comfortable and not pushing ourselves past the lines that we don't even realize what could be waiting for us. But when you make yourself, and we, that's what we loved about the idea of camp and why we created camp. We put people in cabins, like you sleep in a bed that is designed for a 13 year old kid, a bunk bed. And you have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning to pee four times because you're (laughs) in menopause or whatever, you know, you're literally walking to the bathroom and there's no privacy, you know, and everybody is, you know, it's, you just laugh. You just absolutely laugh, you know, at the idea of how we're so used to our satin sheets and our fancy, whatever, but you go to these fancy places and you go on vacation and you just have to find your own fun. And in this, in what we create is a 72 hour bubble of full immersion, do everything or do nothing at all. You can literally do nothing, but it gives you an opportunity to go and explore areas of life that you would never go digging for yourself with experts who can help you recognize how badly you want to get out of your shell. Yeah. And the other beautiful thing that you talked about is when you are having fun, you are not in your own head. Right. And that like, I don't know, my head is like, it's very busy and very noisy up there. Right. When you're having fun, you can't be up there. And it just allows you to be able to absorb things in a much, much different way, I think. 
and to see yourself in a different way. Yeah. hundred percent. And when you're in the moments, when you're laughing and enjoying and being silly, and that's why so much of it is like, a you know, we do scavenger hunts. We do karaoke jam sessions where you, you know, everybody gets dressed up. We do, oh my goodness, it's dancing. It's partying. It's fun. It's silly. It's laughter. It's relay races. It's complete and utter fun mixed with deep diving. And, you know, we've created a formula where you go deep and then you play and you go deep Mm, and then you play. And by doing that, it's just when you start to get self-conscious enough going, I cannot believe I just admitted that my kid got pregnant at 12 or that my, you know, my husband's a drug addict or that he's in jail or whatever things you don't tell anyone you find when you become, when you're sitting in a safe space with people who it's like sitting on an airplane next to a stranger and going, you know, like just telling it all, knowing they're not going to judge you or tell anyone they, you know, you know, because you don't know the same people. So there's a safety and an anchor that happens when you Mm. can get real and honest and authentic and still be loved in spite of all those pimples, which we all have. Something shifts inside you and gives you the power to go, you know what? I'm a rock star as opposed to a dumb, you know, chubby, poor, whatever it is that you've made up. Hot flashing mess. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's, yeah. So if that's really the fun part of it is that it's joyful, it's singing in the dining room, it's relay games where you're banging pots and pans and you're doing stuff that you would never in a million years be doing. And it, like you said, it takes you out of your head and reminds you that all we have is the right now, you know, and we are so caught up in our heads that if we can just get out of our heads and stay present, we go to places that don't have self-service. They do if you find a little corner on the mountain, but when you can put your phone down and you cannot have to drive anybody anywhere or make anything for anybody or cook or do, or just take care of yourself, they don't know what to do with themselves. The, w- the women wake up in the morning and go like, ah. You know, and we start with yoga and breath work and meditation and all of those things that can help ground you and get centered. And being out in nature is a huge help too. you know, everything. Yeah. We do, oh, not, yeah. It's not super rustic. I mean, we're not talking about beans and weenies here. We're talking about salmon on a cedar plank and steak and, you know what I mean? And, and acai bowls and, you know, vinaigrette dressing, not chunky thousand island. Like <laughs> food and the aesthetic is really important to us, but it's the idea of just getting down and dirty and grounding yourself in, you know, laying down in the grass and allowing all of the junk to fall into the earth and let get off you so that you can leave with a clean soul and clear out all the crap you brought with you. Yeah. And I think that's so true that for so many of us as women, like our lives are so built around doing, 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 being busy, 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 and that we're many of us. And I was in this camp are afraid to stop because if I stop, like what's going to happen? right? Like, you know, I might have to deal with some unpleasant thought. I might have to face myself. I might have to, you know, like anything. And so we stay on the treadmill because we're afraid of what happens. So you creating a space where for 72 hours, you're literally off the treadmill, but you're also held in a safe container where you know you're not going to implode <laughs> because you're not you're doing it. But you're on a trampoline in a, in a dance class or you're in a place yes. where you're doing, you're learning hip hop or soca dancing. And you're really in a space where you are in your body, in the moment, out of your head, not judging yourself. And the sillier yes. and the more fun people around you are having, the more you go, you know, there are so many people who the first day get there and let go, I challenge you to make me as happy as those pictures on your website. 
show. <laughs> and then on the third day, they come and go, why didn't you kick me the first day? Like, why did it take me so long? We resist. We want to stay safe. We don't want to get out of, we don't want to break through the chains that we have literally yeah. built around ourselves. And when we can do that and feel the power and see how other people see us who don't even know us, who want to be our friends and draw us in. It makes you when you're, you know, we are better together. We are always better together. And when a community is holding you up and supporting you, we do ropes, big, big, deep, deep ropes challenge courses and stuff. And it's really less about the physical and more about the power of the community underneath Mm -hmm. cheering you on. You can do it. Everyone's crying for each other and you know, leaving their shit on that pole 50 feet in the air. But it's when you've got a whole community going, you've got this. Even if you don't think you've got it, when your people, mm-hmm. when you know that they're holding a net under you, not a real one, but, fit, you know, yeah. a, a mental net, it gives you the power that you don't even know you have. Well, and that's the thing. And you can't have that experience and not be changed by it. Like you can't step back into your own world as the same person who left it because you've now opened a door inside yourself that you can't close. No question. And you know, when yeah. you, it's got my daughter, Chelsea, who was my CEO, just got married this past weekend to her camp boyfriend who she met at 12 years old at summer camp, <laughs> who's now a doctor. And they got married at a camp this weekend. And we brought people with very, very safe COVID strict, crazy rules and testing and all that but we brought people to camp who know us well, family and stuff who think we're crazy. Like, what do you mean you left? You know, I won two Emmys. I had a huge career. Like, what do you mean you left TV to go do this? They didn't understand it. They got to this gorgeous camp in the Poconos this weekend where we had this magnificent wedding out in nature and got to play and be fun and silly and outdoors. And, you know, we took out canoes and put all the drinks in the canoes, like everything, you know, we had, you know, inner camp games and golf tournaments and meditation classes classes and all kinds of things that came with, you know, the idea of just being at a camp and being outside. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, wow, I get it now. Now I get why you do what you do. We didn't get it. We think of camp as, you know, a place that's kind of gross with outhouses. Like that's not what we right. do. And now we've just start. we've launched this fancy camp. We find these beautiful guest ranches and we take over the entire place. We don't go to hotels. We don't go to places where there's other stuff going because people watch us and they all want to be a part of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. So we, we go to places where we, it's all self-contained for the entire weekend and you don't leave and, you know, there's no reason to because, and we have four or five activities going on every hour and a half, but if something doesn't call to you, then you hang out and you talk to a tree or you sit and talk to somebody right. and you chill. But there's no TVs, there is no Netflix, there's no room service, and it forces you to be with yourself and with other women who are as fabulous and wonderful and cool as you are, but you don't, they don't know it yet. And you work off each other and it's beautiful to see what happens. I love this so much. I'm coming. I'm coming to one of your camps. I'm definitely coming. We're back in business. We have one in November in Ojai, California, a big one. And, you know, you have to be vaccinated to do that. We're going to have to do PCR testing. We're going to do rapid testing. We are really, really vigilant about gathering in a way that is super safe. And then we're doing a camp in Hendersonville, North Carolina in May next year, the weekend after Mother's Day. That's a fancy camp. That's a much higher end fancy Fan, even fancier food, beautiful accommodations, a spa and all that, but, you know, a lot more money than the regular camp, but very, very high end. The camp right. experience, the camp empowerment group experience is the larger experience. The fancy camp is a much smaller, more intimate right. one, but either way you get out of it what you are willing to receive. 
And it's all there for the taking. There's not any other place on earth, we're told, where you can go and literally have a smorgasbord of what do you need? Do you need help with your work, with your identity, with your body image, with your family, with your children, with your parents, with where you are, with your friends and your community, recognizing I need a new group of people because these people are not lifting me up. Where are you with your give back in the world? Where are you in philanthropy? Where are you in helping to make the world a better place? And when you meet women who are like my and can do that with you and for you, your whole scope of everything changes. And we're not just for women, actually. We do a lot of corporate work now, which is interesting. We've had some big clients like Nestle and Lululemon and Snapchat who bring their people together to help Mm -hmm. them bond and connect. And now with the world being virtual, we're doing a lot of this virtually. There are so many companies that don't, these employees don't know each other. They've never met. And so we work with them and play with them and get them going deep into places Places they didn't even know they needed to get in order to bond and connect in a way that will help them productivity wise. So we're having a blast with that. That's amazing. That, those are powerful experiences. If there is one reason, and I know there's way more than one, but if there is one reason that a woman should consider coming to a camp empowerment event retreat, what would you say that one reason is? I'm going to give you three. How about that? Okay. I one knew you is, would. <laughs> one is to come find your people. Today, it's, we carry a lot of people on our backs and we bring a lot of people up with us through the years. And one day we wake up and go, where are the people who are pulling me up? I'm right. pulling so many up. So our community is rock star epic. The women are incredible. And the people that come to this, nobody comes to this if they're not looking to grow and, and learn. And mm-hmm. So the community is really important. Finding your purpose and your passion is really hard to do when you've got a full-time job, you've got a family, you've got a life. You're going through menopause, you're dealing with a marriage, like what aging parents, whatever it is, it's hard to dream. It's really hard to dream and to find the time to even know what we want to do because we're too busy. And the third reason, which is the most important reason, is because you deserve it, because you need to be at the top of your own to-do list. And we as women put everybody else's needs before our own. And until you step into it and recognize that you matter and your voice matters and what you want to be when you grow up, even if you're 62 like I am, matters and it's never too late, that's when you say, I need, I need something, but I don't want to go sit in a room with, you know, right. with, with a pointer. I don't want to go to a, a four-day conference like that. I want to go where I can enjoy the growth and feel it in my bones. And, you know, the spiritual connection is big too, is recognizing yeah. that the universe is bigger than we are. And when you're with like-minded people who are really, really experts at that, everything changes. That's amazing. So how can my listeners find out more? What is like, is there a website or where can yes. they find out more? So the website is camppowerment.com. It's the word camp and power, not with two Ps. And it's not camp empowerment. We are camppowerment.com. C-A-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T.com. We are Camp Powerment on all social media platforms. And we are, as I said, we do this online digital stuff, which is really, really, really interesting. We have built a community of hundreds and hundreds of women, you know, 
three, four days a week. We are doing tonight at five o'clock. I'm doing uh, journaling, thinking out of the box. So I teach people how to sort of write their stories. Tomorrow, we're doing something on the four agreements. The next day, we're doing something called breathwork intensive with an Akashic breathwork practitioner. We're doing something on Friday called writing your next chapter. We're doing a, a panel on the 17th of September on the power of female friendships and how important it is to get rid of mm-hmm. the ones that are holding you back and how to right. find your people. So, you know, we have a lot of spiritual stuff. We do full moon circles. We do warrior woman circles. We do stuff that is deep. Last night we did with a PTSD trauma therapist on uh, morning, the living, dealing with people who are still alive, who are no longer in your life anymore and how to sort of cut those ties and, and deal with, with that. So we have so much, we do a lot on Amazing. legacy. How do you want to be remembered? We get one try here. And if you're not where you want to be, it is time. It is never too late to never. step into that. It's like, if not now, then when? And so, and we're all about, you can get there through work and through sitting with your head down and headsets on and learning you know, through the computer or you can be in it. So you can do or you can be. And we're about being. And when you get to be in your own body and in your own headspace and in the moment right now, everything shifts and you don't care so about powerful. yourself. So Camp so, Power, so powerful. play with us, Jennifer, and we invite all of you. <laughs> I am most definitely, like I have been a very serious person, even as a child, I took life very seriously and did all the things that I was supposed to do. And in this last chapter of my life, I am like, this is all going to be about what fun, what fills me with joy, what makes my heart sing. Like those are the things that I'm focused on right now. So it sounds like it's right up my alley and we'll make sure that we put all of the links and everything in the show notes. And I encourage everybody- I want to leave you with one thing. At the end of life, when they put you in a box or you get cremated or however you're going to go on to wherever you're going next, you can either go as the dutiful rule follower who did everything right and left a pot of money for your kids to inherit or you can go down like I am with bruises on your elbows, scraped knees, broken teeth, <laughs> hair out like this going, I freaking lived. Those are the people we want to come to Camp Power. Okay. I could not have said that better. That is like a philosophy of life that we should all like, just it's for the living, like it's for living. Right. And so many of us are just not living in our own lives. And I mean, I wasn't before either. We've learned nothing from COVID. It's that all that stuff that we thought was so great and so normal doesn't have to be anymore. The whole world has shifted and it is your turn now. And if you don't go and chase your dream, even if you don't know what that is, ain't nobody going to do it for you. Yep. So begin your dream tracing by going to a Camp Powerman event and yeah, start finding yourself. Start finding those little nudges inside you. Come play. Uh, Come play in our sandbox. This has been so much fun. I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. I love your community. And I just think if you do nothing else today, people, go play. Go do something fun. Don't sit in a coffee shop with your girlfriends and talk about nothing. Go do a scavenger hunt in your neighborhood. Go jump on a trampoline. Go play Goonie golf. You want to be outside? Go do something fun (laughs) and ask deep probing questions. Best advice you ever got. You know, like all the things that we don't talk about that we know we need to share with each other. It's time. Yeah. It's time. So time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was amazing. So everybody go check out Camp Powerment with one P and we'll put it in the show notes. So thank you. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Old Chicks No Shit podcast. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give is to share this podcast with a friend, subscribe, rate and review our podcast on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen in.